1: I will say this. Yeah. I have never heard Fabs have uh, have any thoughts, conversations about politics, just, about stuff. but I anything.
2: just don't so, care. All right. I, I feel
1: like yeah. if you don't vote, then you can't say anything. And Fabs but doesn't I, say anything. I don't say anything.
2: Thank you. We're the Cantina Band. If you have any requests, shout them out. Play that same song. All right. Same song. Here we go. This is the
3: Fantasy Cantina. Whether you want blue milk, Greedo gumbo, or fantasy football advice, we have you covered. You're listening to NFL Fantasy Live.
1: Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison from NFL Fantasy Live here at the NFL Network. Phone number is 888. xm fantasy that's 888 it's the fantasy cantina which means anything goes any questions it's one of those times well although the whole show is kind of getting like the fantasy cantina where it gets <laughs> off the rails very easily music and and, and, El- and elliot harrison who's been chomping at the bit you feel like your touches have been limited the last uh the last half hour here on the show
2: i feel like Lashawn mccoy i rip off a 12 yard run i don't see the ball for a quarter and a half <laughs>
1: So, so I need to be Andy Reid. Well,
2: we. Uh, How bad was that? Did you see the post game press? We decided conference? to
1: throw the football.
2: I mean, oh for five in the red zone will do that to a man. Yep, that is that is for sure. Can't trust Michael Vick. Nope. Can't trust Michael Vick. Well, the Can't trust the receivers. line is just no. a turnstile. I no. got Selleck as one of my tight ends. Can't trust him.
1: No. Yeah, it's it, it's it's a shame. It's because I feel like people drafted Michael Vick to be. Hey, he's my guy. I mean, I'm. I, and if I had told you Michael Vick would be completely healthy through week ten, you would think I'm. I'm golden. I'm having a great season because Vick is healthy. He's upright. That's the only thing we didn't know if Michael Vick was going to be upright, and now he's having a bad season.
2: So if you're one of those people that has Vick as your starter or Aaron Rodgers or RG three, i.e. guys that are on a bye, you play. Aye. You play Carson Palmer versus the Ravens. Emperor. You do it?
4: Carson, that's a tough matchup. The Ravens have, I think they've only given up five touchdown passes all year. Five or six. This is his I don't last love, tough matchup. I don't, li- I don't love Palmer this week. i got to be honest with you. I this don't is, love him. Yeah. I'm asking, do you start I, Ryan Fitzpatrick Not, is the guy that I would start. I'd start Russell Wilson before what, Carson Palmer. Yeah. I really like Fitzpatrick this week, though.
1: But after this week, this is the last tough matchup Carson Palmer really has. Mm -hmm. And he's one of those guys where he could be, because we haven't seen that free agent pickup yet this season that, okay, he springboarded me to a title. Because we see that every year. There's one or two guys you pick up middle of the season and go, oh, my God, look how great this guy was for me. Carson Palmer could be that guy this year because he was out there for a long time. That's right. He didn't get picked up until week five, week six, sometimes even week seven. And now, with all the injuries in the Raider backfield, You know, I think Marcus Allen's going to run the ball next week a little bit.
4: He threw four picks last week, didn't he? Who Palmer? Did he throw four picks last week? He didn't. Four touchdowns. Four touchdowns. touchdowns, How many interceptions did he have? He only had one. One. Sixty-one
1: passes last week. I love him going forward after this week. Yeah, I, I have no problem riding with Carson Palmer the rest of the year.
2: You know who picked him up on the waiver wire? This guy. I thought you were going to say, <laughs> you, know, you know who's
1: got two thumbs and he, picked up Carson Palmer the waiver wire? This guy. He I had three interceptions
2: yardage.
4: last week. Three. Fabs, yeah, I, I, I thought it was more than one. You were right. Um, and, and luckily, interceptions don't kill you when you throw for 414 uh, yards and four
2: touchdowns. Yeah. I don't I don't agree. You know me. You know my stance on that. I don't think interceptions count enough.
1: But, I know. All right, well, I, speaking of the Raiders, Jacob in Georgia has a question. Jacob, what do you got?
3: Yeah, I have McFadden, Trent Richardson, and uh, DeMarco Murray, and all Oof. three of them doesn't look like they're playing this week. So I need some help.
4: Well, Richardson's definitely no, not Richardson, playing, that's for sure. Yeah. And Murray has already been declared out. So you're looking at guys like Marcel Reese yes. to pick up off the waiver wire. I mean, honestly, you're, you're looking at matchups where a number two running back could see carries against a bad defense like Daniel Thomas, for example, against the Titans. If you could pick up Vic Ballard, Jaquiz Rogers. Jaquiz Rogers is another one. I think Ballard is going to be a sneaky sleeper, though. Look at the matchup this week against the Jaguars. I mean, They just gave up four touchdowns to uh, the combination of Joyke Bell and Mike sure That defense is rotten. Bell. And Donald uh, Donald Brown, I don't know if he's playing this week. Joyke he's, Bell's out there. Joyke Bell's another one. So you've got to dig deep. You've got to go looking for guys who are going to see opportunities, even though they might be limited. I mean, Daniel Thomas, he had more touches than Reggie Bush last week.
2: That's right. That's right. And the Vikings gave up 195 yards to Marshawn Lynch and the Seahawks. Uh, Joy Bell might be a sneaky play. He's getting some carries. He's getting a little run. By the way, Carson Palmer, I thought for sure he only had one interception. I looked it up. Two interceptions in the last two minutes. That's where the three came from.
1: All right. Let me ask you this now. We talk about Carson Palmer, maybe Mm -hmm. starting him every week. Mm -hmm. Andrew Luck. He's been great at home. Yep. His last away game was okay. It wasn't great, but it was a viable fantasy viable start. Viable fantasy Gave start. you between 15 and 17 fantasy mm-hmm. points. Here he is on the road the next couple weeks. He's got really good matchups. He's got Jacksonville Thursday night. Do you play Andrew Luck every week?
4: You tell me what my alternative is. You want to play a little game of fantasy? Well, he's clip? your
1: second. Most likely, he's your second quarterback. I'm playing
4: Rodgers this week. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Rogers on a bye. I'm playing uh, Breeze this week. I'm playing Brady this week. I'm playing Peyton Manning this week. I'm playing Matt Ryan this week. Roethlisberger's got a really good matchup on Monday night. Stafford's got a really good matchup against the Vikings. Mm -hmm. He dominated that team last year. Josh Freeman and Andrew Luck, that is an extremely close call right there. Cam Newton and Andrew Luck, that's a pretty close call uh, as well. Luck over Vic. Luck over Romo. Luck over Dalton. Luck over Eli Manning, who, by the way, has been awful for the last few weeks. Andrew Luck is a low end starter, I think a mid tier to low end starter. Remember the Jags
2: week. did a pretty good job on the Colts the first meeting this season. In fact the Jags beat the Colts. Uh, Colts had a problem putting points on the board in that game.
1: Oh yep. uh, no I think Luck had a big
2: game that's I'm game. not saying that Andrew Luck didn't have a decent game. Uh, I just mean yeah, Luck 20, actually had, had a big points.
4: yeah the Jaguars uh, three hundred yards. The Jaguars defense if you look at it in terms of FPA They're allowing right around 16 fantasy points a game to quarterbacks. They're right, sort of in the middle of the pack. But I'm talking about bad.
2: They're not good. I meant from a reality standpoint. Jags went into Indy. They beat them 22 to 17. I'm just saying you look at the Jags as being like, oh, this is going to be Buku fantasy points. I I, I don't know, and I don't know that Andrew Luck goes for over 20. The Jaguars have also given up the seventh fewest touchdown passes this year. There you go.
1: All right, wait. Let's get the fantasy computer here. Fantasy computer, how many fantasy points for Andrew Luck this week, Thursday night? Elliot, you want to dial it up there?
2: Yeah, hang on a second. One, seven, two, point two. Fantasy points for the rookie. Oh, not bad.
1: I like how the fantasy computer is now delineating between rookies and and veterans. Very yeah,
2: you've upped it. You're
4: almost like C three PO. Remember, well, like in the beginning, <laughs> he, his wires were showing, and he was all
2: embarrassed. And <laughs> uh-huh. you know, he just yeah, he would hop on the all desk. Up. He had that tough turnaround from Thursday night football C-3PO. to Friday. Morning. By the way, did you hear the news that? The Star Wars
4: franchise coming back for episode 7, and there's a report out there that says that Harrison Ford is going to come back and play Solo, and Carrie Fisher is going to come back and play Leia, and Mark Hamill is going to come back and play Luke Skywalker, and then they will. And act part sort of
2: is going to come we'll, back we'll
5: play and play.
4: Ag- <laughs> Ag- <That's right. laughs> and then they'll be there to introduce new characters, and Solo's character dies. Oh man, I can't wait. Let's. I don't want to talk Star Wars here, but oh, I can't wait. Well, first
1: of all, what else do those three people do? Of course, we will be the new man. Star Wars movie. Nothing, of but, course. And now the best part of it is that it's Carrie not just going no. <laughs> to just be in the next a bikini. No,
2: You it's not just going to be the next three now.
1: movies. It's going to be the next three movies, which finishes is going to finish Lucas's vision. Because, you know, Lucas wanted nine movies. So the next three will finish. But then they said every couple of years after that, there's going to be a new Star Wars movie. It's going to be like the James Bond franchise. We're just going to keep doing Star Wars movies for the rest of our lives. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to grow old and die, and they're still going to keep making Star Wars movies. That's great.
4: awesome.
5: That's awesome.
1: All right, let's get to Steve in Ohio. Oh, Swing State Steve, you got a question for us. What do
5: you have? Hey, I've been uh, I'm in a total keeper league, 14 uh, teams. And uh, I was offered a, uh, a trade offer, and I wanted to run it past you guys. Uh, I don't want to get caught up in the excitement of a trade if it's not necessary. You know what I mean?
2: Especially if you were only offered a trade offer. You weren't actually offered a <laughs> no, trade. You're here's, just, the, hey. here's the offer. <laughs> All right, here,
5: here's what I was offered. Marshawn Lynch, Michael Crabtree, Brandon Lloyd, and uh, his fifth round draft pick for next year. And he wants for me Percy Harvin, Kobe Fleener. Julian Edelman and my first round draft pick for next year which right now is about a 4 or 5 pick.
4: Ooh. That's well, tough. I mean you're getting tough. you're getting Lynch. You're giving away Harvin. Those are the two best players in the deal. But then you're giving away a first none. round pick. But then you're giving that's, away a first round pick.
2: And that's a high first round pick. I don't yeah. do it. That's okay.
4: where that's where you lose. I mean, Fleener you, you, can, li- you, you can you can live, live without it. it. Yeah. I
2: mean, who knows what he's going to do. It's just it a name into. to throw in a deal. Um,
4: That's like throwing Allen Ball into a real trade. So, th- th- so this is ultimately a dynasty league, is what you're saying?
5: That's correct.
2: So, all you're doing is basically drafting rookies. Harrison says no. Okay. I don't know about you guys. No, no well, Harrison no takes this one. Him. I say no. Don't don't part with such a high draft pick, man. It's not worth it.
1: XM Fantasy eight 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 XM Fantasy. It's NFL Fantasy Live. This is the Fantasy Cantina. Anything goes. Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison here. We talked about some quarterbacks for a second, guys. Let me throw this question at you now, right here. If you have to trust one of these guys for the rest of the season to be your quarterback in fantasy, Eli Manning or Tony Romo, who do you trust?
5: Romo.
4: Eli's been garbage he's for been, like but three or four He was really weeks. good, and now know, he's been awful. I know. Romo has actually not been bad lately. If you look at he was Romo's good numbers, 17, 18? He had almost 17 fantasy points in his last four games 16 4, 14 1, 19 4, 16 8. Now let's look at Elijah. Okay, Elijah's numbers have been disgusting. All right. 11-5, 13-8, 5-9, and last week, 3.
2: Yeah. 3. That's horrible. Akeem Nick still doesn't look right. Martellus Bennett hasn't done a lot. Romo's schedule going forward. Eagles, Browns, Redskins, Eagles again, Bengals, Steelers, Saints, and then if you're in one of those fantasy leagues that plays 17 weeks, Redskins again. Week Guys. 16 against the Saints, that's a
4: that's a nice one right that's there. That's a, yeah, I
2: mean, Eli, Eli plays in Baltimore
4: in week 16 on the road. I like I like Romo's schedule. I know we're I know Elliot and I are Cowboys homers, but honestly, we're very unbiased when it comes to this stuff. I'm with you on Romo. I'm with you I'd on rather Romo. have Romo. I'm I grew up in Dallas,
2: but I think I look at it pretty clinically. Yeah. I mean, that's a th- what are those teams that I just read off to you scares you? Did the Eagles twice scare you, no, Jason. No. Do the Browns scare you? No. Red How about skins the Redskins? And, yeah. as, and as uh, Fabulicious just said, Saints, Super Bowl, come on.
0: All right,
1: hey, fantasy computer, uh, Tony Romo or Eli Manning, rest of the season. Can you dial it up, Elliot?
2: Yeah, hang on what a second. Sorry, he's, he's a little slow.
1: That's okay.
2: T O T O Tony Romo. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, what was that?
1: Oh, boy. All right, let's go international here. Dennis in Denmark has a bye week question. Dennis, what do you have? So, Hello, Dennis. Yeah, Dennis, uh, what do you got? I have, uh,
3: I have uh, serious uh, issues uh, next week because I have uh, Mr. Rogers as quarterback and the us a bye. And it's 16-league. My... Option are
4: Meaton, uh, sorry, he's uh, at by, I mean, uh, Bradford, Gabbard, or Hasselbeck. Oof, those are oh. bad options. <sighs> you know what? Wow. I, I mean, Gabbard actually has the best matchup. If you're looking at the matchups, Bradford against the Niners, I don't, I don't want do anything that. to do. I'd go Hasselbeck. I don't know if Fitzpatrick is out there. What about Russell Wilson? Yeah, I was going to say, what
2: is Russell Wilson yeah. on, the, on the waiver wire? That's the first thing I do. Fitzpatrick
4: is the guy that I'd pick up if he's not available. Russell Wilson, let, let, let me give you a little bit of a uh, education here on Russell Wilson. Yes, the Jets are really good against the pass, extremely good. But Russell Wilson has been fantastic. He scored 20 or more fantasy points in his last two home games, okay? And he's had one real bad home game. Uh, he, he, well, it wasn't even a real bad home game. He didn't put up a lot of points against the Cowboys. But lately, he's been really good, really good at home.
2: And we're assuming like Carson Palmer, Josh Freeman aren't going to be available on the waiver wire. These guys are guys starting 16 team up. Yeah, they're gone. Uh, if, you know, even those even three, Russell Wilson may be out gone. Of those
4: three, L. I'd probably I'd probably go to Hasselbeck, assuming that Locker's not back. Yeah, Hasselbeck against Miami. Their defense just gave up. How many yards to Andrew Luck? Yeah, and
2: that last touchdown was bad. He just threw that ball up right in between two defenders. That was like Cowboys defenders versus Randy Moss 14 years ago. Look the exact same.
1: 888-XM-FANTASY, 888-XM-FANTASY, Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison. This has been the Fantasy Cantina, but we have our big game show coming up later on this hour where we give you advice going forward for Week 10 and beyond. And coming up next, we'll take a look at some players who may have played their way into the first round of next year's Fantasy Draft. That and more. We'll continue to answer your fantasy questions as you get set for Fantasy Dominance in Week 10 here on Series 210 XM87.
3: Some of them have ankle sprains. I haven't seen them yet this morning, so I'm not sure you know, exactly where we're at today. But, you know, obviously it's something that could take some time for them to get back from. But we'll see. We haven't ruled them out for this week. We're going to play the week out as it goes, and we'll make a decision on those guys at the end of the week. Now back to NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio.
1: Raiders head coach Dennis Allen talking about the statuses of Darren McFadden and Mike Goodson, Dude. Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Eli Harrison with you here on Sirius 210, XM 87. If they Allen have high a- ankles. Yeah, they're not going to play. Come on. They're not going to play. But- Allen was on the Sirius XM Blitz on Channel 88. Look, we talked about this earlier. Is, is it Tywan Jones? Is it Marcel Reese? I'm not excited about either of those guys.
2: I know, and it, but at least a good thing is the Raiders aren't giving up 28.6 points per game. No,
1: it's good. It's, very, it's Except
2: very good. they are.
1: It, except it's good if you own. It, it, this is good news if you own Carson Palmer, because you're thinking he's going to be 61 down. times every week. Well, yeah.
4: remember where Reese's value was last week as a pass catcher. Yeah. that's
2: where it always has been. He's not a rusher.
4: And and, this, and again, it's more about a distrust. I think at least in Tywan Jones because he's electric and he's got he's got upside. But if you can't pass protect and if you have fumbling issues, the coach ain't going to put you on the
2: football field. That's right. And Palmer's going to drop back 60 plus times again.
3: All
4: right, let
1: me throw you guys name. We'll start with some running backs here. We talked about this. This is a conversation Fabs and I have been having over the last week, taking a look at what the – since you're at the midway point of your fantasy season, a little bit past it, looking at what the first-round draft of next year would look like coming off of this season, or if you were redrafting the first round this year, who you would have, who you would have taken seeing how things have played out. So I'm going to throw some names out to you, and you just tell me yes or no, first-round draft pick in 2012. All right, they're going to be in the first round of your draft in 2012. Doug Martin.
4: Yes. Yes.
1: In any chance he's not in the first round?
4: Uh, if he falls on his face for
2: the last six, seven weeks. If he pulls a Philip Tanner.
1: Does he... What, is, what does that even mean? I don't know. I'm ready to ask my question. Like, wait, 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 wait. My brain said, wait, that didn't make sense. Ask Harrison what that means. What does that even mean?
2: Uh, no, I just meant if he, if he... Yeah, it didn't mean anything. Let's where be honest. Did, where does if he pulls he a Felix, more like it.
1: Does he go ahead of Lashawn McCoy?
2: No. No.
4: I don't think so. You right, know, right now, I'm saying right now. And, I, I come hate on. to disagree with this, you th- You Listen, what is your, fi- well, one, one of his seven or eight hundred favorite phrases?
5: Opportunity. Skins on the wall. Skins uh, on the wall.
2: Yes. Yes. I, I agree. But right now, Andy Reid's got a bunch of negative skins Andy on the Andy Reid's not
4: going to be the coach there next season. We don't know that. Uh, he's not going to be the coach there next season. We don't know. Okay. I don't think he is. All right. Quit yelling. A.J. Green. That was yelling? First round. No, no. If any, listen. You said 12-team league, right? No, no. Yeah, yeah, this first round 12-team league. I would take A.J. Green 12. Listen to me. If this year didn't prove to you that a wide receiver, I don't care what the heck his name is, does not deserve to be in the first round of a draft, then you'll never, ever believe it. Calvin Johnson had over 1,600 yards, 16 touchdowns. He was the god of fantasy football wide receivers, and, oh, he's worth the first-round pick. I told people, you don't draft a wide receiver in the first round. You don't do it. Maybe in a PBR, PBR league, okay, but I just can't do it. No. No.
2: Hey, Jason. No. yeah, in the Second it, round. In the interest of full disclosure, I just said that to Rankle fast. <laughs> Take AJ Green fifteenth through seventeenth. Yeah, overall. you can't.
4: You don't take a wide receiver in the first round. You don't. You don't do I'd it. I take him fifteenth through seventeenth overall. In do you the know that full chi-
1: disclosure? I like that you said Rankle.
4: Do you know that the Chicago Bears have outscored every wide receiver this year by twenty defense? points? Okay, twenty point lead. on not AJ Green. I I'm not taking the Bears' defense you in you the first round. And I disagree with you big time
2: on defense being overvalued in fantasy.
4: I think defenses are tremendously no, overvalued why? in fantasy. But you, but you're all right. Let me let me ask you a question. You're looking at one team in one no, 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 year. No, I mean overall. That's it. No, I mean oh, overall. Why? I think defense is a so you, think, so you think
2: that your RB two or your flex? Let's say your flex yes. should outscore. Should be more valuable than your defense. Your yes. throwaway you offensive draft, player. You draft
1: the individual stars. You draft the individual players, and you draft. An well, then you want to go IDP.
4: Why don't you go IDP? No, then?
1: I I think this is what you do for defenses. What you do for defenses? You you give them the quarterback scale. Touchdowns four points.
4: Why? the touchdowns Defenses rarely points. score touchdowns. Touchdowns, four points. No. Defense is way too much. Way defenses too much. rarely score touchdowns. The Bears special are going teams, out, so get, of, this so is many, out of their minds. Special
1: teams, you get you – get, no, you get a lot of – No, teams, you don't get a lot of defensive most touchdowns. Teams, most no, you teams average at least four no. defensive touchdowns a
2: season. No, no, no. Yeah. no. Yes, they do. Hey, Fabs,
1: what, how many you – know, look, how many defenses right now? Let's take a look. Hang on, hang on a Fabs, second.
2: Fabs, what percentage of uh, football is defense? 50%. 50%. Or if you count special teams, maybe 40%. If you go 40, I, I, I 40, 20. I couldn't disagree with Jason Moore. Let, 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 me, let me
4: give you an example. Okay, last year, what defense was the best in fantasy football? And it wasn't even close.
0: Well, maybe it, was, maybe it was close. Niners. So Niners.
4: They scored three touchdowns. Three. Mm-hmm. That's it. And they were number one. Mm-hmm. The Bears had four touchdowns last year. No, no. The that's Ravens, okay. The no, Ravens if- were third in fantasy points last year. They had no, if five... No, if you're talking about five, <laughs> five fantasy... No, the if Texans, you're talking about... The Texans had a great defense last year in
1: fantasy. They were top 10. They scored three touchdowns. I'm saying... Make the touchdowns less. No, why? If you have a great def- why here. They make touchdowns, touchdowns less at quarterback you you because quarterbacks great- throw
4: tons of touchdowns. No,
2: yeah, well, I
1: disagree with
4: that.
2: Wait but a minute. Wait a minute. If you
1: have a great defensive effort, you you get rewarded for sacks and interceptions and fumbles. No, I'm not saying I don't, that. I don't for points it. allowed, but defensive touchdowns are worth too many
2: points. Jason, I think he's saying something. What,
1: what do you get? The fantasy computer.
2: Two, two against one. Defense <laughs> is worth plenty. Last year, wow, you weren't even Last the year, on there
4: were... Computer. Let me see. Let me do a quick... I think it was 10 defenses that had four or more defensive touchdowns. Everybody else had three or less. right? You're looking at the Niners had one. The Skins, Redskins won. The Rams won. The Raiders won. No. That's... That's craziness.
1: Oh, uh, I it's just craziness. think it's too much. I think no, it's,
4: it's not. I think some people customize their defensive settings to make defenses worth too much. But if you are use a standard scoring system where you're getting points for sacks and interceptions and safeties and fumbles lost and, and that kind of thing, I think you're fine. I, I think you're fine. I couldn't g- disagree with you more.
1: Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison here on Sirius two hundred and ten XM eighty seven. Phone number is eight 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 XM Fantasy eight eight eight. XM Fantasy. As we get back to the topic at hand, which is who has played their way into the first round of next year's fantasy drafts, we got a yes for Doug Martin. We got a split vote on AJ Green, unless you believe Elliot Harrison, who says he was just kidding. Uh, let me throw this: Adrian Peterson back oh my in the God. first round.
4: How high? Top five in the first round. Top
1: five. Ahead or behind of Lashawn McCoy?
4: Ahead. Ahead.
1: Ahead or behind of Ray Rice? Behind. And behind Arian Foster.
4: Arian Foster is number one, and there's no – the only way that Arian Foster is not number one if he has 370 or more carries, and then I'm worried about him because of that curse, because of the curse of 370. Okay. Other than that, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the curse of 370, but basically running backs who carry the ball 370 times the following year – they don't typically do real well because yeah. they're so burnt out. They're all
1: burnt out, yes.
4: It happened to Larry Larry Johnson, was the famous one. He had 406 carries in 2006, Elliot, or 2007, one of those two seasons. And then he held out and he yeah. missed like eight games. Yeah. So as long as Foster doesn't have that many, and I actually have to take a look at his attempts right now to see what he's on pace for. But um, Foster's. The, Foster's the, Listen, I, you guys know, Foster, I told people, Foster was the number one player in fantasy football this year. And he, he's done nothing to. Uh, changed my mind about that. Right now, he's got 192 carries, uh, so he's on pace for in eight games. He's on pace for it.
1: Okay, RG three. We agree. First round of Oof. next year. First round of yes. next year.
4: Wow. Yes. yes. Uh, yeah. No. I'm, I'm, okay. just, I'm just. I didn't realize that Foster had this many carries. So I'm just. I'm, I'd go Peterson
2: okay. about fifth overall, and okay. I would, But I'd have RG three somewhere in the eleven or twelve hole. All
4: right. Fabs. How about
1: this, Peyton Manning? first round no pick next year? no 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 why not
2: no
4: uh
1: fifth overall right now we're going, we going
4: back no. to I'm sorry Elliot Go I didn't ahead. mean to cut you off that's no, right we are going back to running backs rule the roost in the first round Peyton Manning is not going to be worth the first round pick I'm telling you right now you're going to see Doug Martin Arian Foster Adrian Peterson Ray Rice maybe Marshawn Lynch Trent Richardson uh I, I, LaShawn McCoy all these guys are going in the first round next season. Okay. All of them. All those running backs are going thing. in the first round.
1: Peyton Manning, now RG3 is on a bye this week. Aaron Rodgers also on a bye.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Peyton Manning, say he just has a 15-point week. Right? Say he has a 15-point week. He is five points behind RG3 and 15 points behind Aaron Rodgers.
4: I understand how good he is. I understand how good he is. But the fact of the matter is there's good quarterbacks out there. What what teams this year have been the most successful Okay, in fantasy football? I would argue the teams that waited to get a quarterback and picked up Matt Ryan somewhere in the 5th or 6th round or got RG3 or somewhere in the 6th or 7th round or got Ben Roethlisberger who's in the top 10 in fantasy points somewhere in round 8 or 9. Peyton Manning in somewhere in round between 4 and 6. They waited on a quarterback. They still got a solid quarterback. Heck, Josh Freeman's almost in the top 10 right now in fantasy points. And Carson Palmer's close. And these guys got drafted late, if at all. I'm, I'm just saying... Rodgers have more than
1: twenty touchdown passes this year. Peyton Manning's one of them. Manning, I understand,
4: I understand, but there is so many good quarterbacks.
1: There is, but at at the level of Peyton Manning, I mean, if you are still talking about Drew Drew Brees and Tom Brady, okay. Let me, all right,
4: Smith. Let me ask you a question here, okay? And we're looking at this year, okay? Right now, Aaron Rodgers is one. Griffin uh, is two. Brees is three. Brady's four. Manning is five. Ryan is six. Luck is seven. Roethlisberger is eight. How many of those eight quarterbacks were drafted in the first two rounds?
1: In the first two rounds? Yes. One, two, three. And
4: that's it. Three of them were. That's it. Three of them were. So five out of eight, you drafted past the se- – Robert Griffin 3rd didn't get drafted until 7-8. Peyton until 4-5 or 6. Ryan until 4-5 or 6. Luck until 7-8 or 9. Roethlisberger 8-9 or 10. You can wait on a quarterback. I, and I, deli- I, I sort of left my philosophy of, well, you know what? If there's a good quarterback there in, in the first round, you know, I'll take him uh, because the quarterback position is blown up because the league's become a passing league. I'll never do it again.
1: Well, but here's the thing never, Babs, I cheated on myself. I never,
4: and I'm having, I got two leagues this year where I got three wins, and it, boy, it just. Chaps my hide. More than Jerry Jones. And in those <laughs> leagues, I drafted a quarterback in the first round. It was Stafford in one league, and it was Newton in another, and it burned my butt, and I'll never do it again. Well,
1: here's why I disagree with your point, because you, you, you are correct when you say there's other guys out there. right? That you, can, you guys can get those guys later. But it's being able to figure out who those guys are. I mean, it's easy to say now, well, Hey, look, Matt wait Ryan a minute. And wait a minute. Guys, but nobody knew these wait guys were going to be that Wait a minute. Wait a minute. you got to find Fabiano, those guys. On
4: Fabiano's uh, fantasy mad crush list, I believe Matt Ryan... And Robert Griffin III were both on there. I love both of those guys. I'm not saying that I, I get everything right because clearly I don't. But it's not it's not hard to predict. If I can predict it, a lot of people are predicting it. Two. And by the way, you even said that Matt Ryan was going to be this year's Matt I Stafford. Did, I did. Two, so and listen, I did. all the fantasy experts out there for the most part are saying a lot of the same stuff. So people predicted Ryan. They Two, predicted Robert eight, Griffin the after,
1: after the, the hour,
2: <laughs> time for the Smith. Fabiano filibuster.
1: We're late Fantasy. today with the filibuster. 888-XM-Fantasy. Eight, 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 Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison. Just by He's waiting. here? About being right. About being right. Thank you to Michael Fabiano who took Akbar and I out to lunch yesterday uh, because we oh, told you to play Lord Isaac Smith. Redman. That was very nice of you to take us out to lunch because we gave you the Isaac Redman advice. You were very torn between Redman and Felix Jones. So thank you for taking Listen, us. Listen, I'm that a man nice. of my word. That I'm a man good. of my
4: word. And that burger you ate needed its own zip code. <laughs>
1: Coming up next, Michael Fabiano will host our brand new game show that is sweeping the nation. Elliot Harris and I will match wits or whatever you want to pass for wits. Is We will give you fantasy advice for <laughs> Week 10 and beyond here on Series 210XM87 right now. Time for the fantasy That was easy Thanks. for you to say. Not really. NFL Fantasy Live here on Series Two Hundred and Ten xf Eighty Seven. Jason Smith reminding you to have your pet spayed or neutered. Bye bye for now, everybody. <laughs> Actually, time now for our game show sweeping the nation. We don't really have a name. Don't really have a format. Yeah. Hey, Michael uh, Fabiano's the host too. He asked, asked Fabiano, asked- "Did
4: you come up with a name yet? Do we, we have a name We're
1: working on? It. You know, we had people submit uh, several names, several name choices, and uh-huh. you know, we're still trying to weed through them all."
2: Okay. All
4: right, so
1: we don't have a name. We don't really have a format, but it goes like this. Fabiano is the host. He asks Harrison my fantasy questions, Wait, and we answer them.
2: Not legal in California. <laughs> <laughs> is All
4: that right. your political uh, stand for today on election That's day? I was
2: fantasy computer. I don't, no, I don't, I don't know what exactly. uh... You and the
1: computer, it's like, you're like Waylon and Madam. Like All right, well, let's start off with then. the
4: quarterback position here. All right, Okay, let's guys. Go. Two quarterbacks who had very, very successful weeks last week. Who do you start? Cam Newton or Andrew Luck? Who has the better... Elliot,
1: do you want to go first?
4: Who has Cam the Newton better stat line? Luck. Cam Newton or Andrew Cam Luck? Cam Newton's facing the Denver I'm, I'm, Broncos, and yep. Andrew Luck is playing the Jaguars.
2: Yep. A team that you said is not as yep. bad
4: as people think they are. Yeah, but, the but
2: I'm going to go Andrew Luck here. Uh, I still don't trust Cam Newton. Yes, they had a good week in Washington. I like the way Denver's defense has played over the last month. Ever since they got their butts handed to them uh, by New England, I like the way the Denver defense has played. I'm going to take Andrew Luck, albeit on the road, albeit in a matchup that I don't think he's going to get over 20 points. I don't think either quarterback goes over 20.
1: Yeah, the Broncos defense is really underrated. They do everything well. They get to the quarterback. They get sacks. They get touchdowns. Broncos D is pretty solid. And Andrew Luck, I think, deserves a chance. You should put him in there in your lineup, even though he's playing an away game. Last away game he had, he was okay. This Jaguars defense is just okay. He sliced them up earlier on this season. He's only gotten better since then. It's still a pretty good matchup for Andrew Luck, so I like that. I like his matchup better, even though he's on the road, even though he's playing on Thursday night, which you got to pass that Thursday night test. You know, do we start you on Thursday night, Andrew Luck is the guy here.
4: I'll tell you, this is a tough call for me. Um, I actually have Andrew Luck in one of my leagues, and it's so close. The Jaguars are giving up 15.8 fantasy points a game to quarterbacks. The Broncos are giving up 15.4. I'm going with Cam Newton because of the home field factor. That's what I'm doing. Home it's field. It, it's close. I go, with, right. I go with the home, home field f- guy. Okay. I'm going Cam Newton.
1: If, the, if both games were on Sunday.
4: I, I don't even think it's, It doesn't even have anything to do with it. If, if luck was at home, it would be luck. Okay. It would be luck. All right. Second quarterback question. Elliot, Jason. Yep. Tony Romo. Facing the Philadelphia Eagles on mm-hmm. the road. Or the Amish rifle. Ryan Fitzpatrick. In New England. Well,
1: I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is due for a blank. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Uh, You know what? Romo has been coming on. Uh, I I don't see this as a game. Look, the Eagles' defense is not nearly what they thought it was going to be. I know he's on the road, but he's putting up numbers. I'm more confident in him than I am Ryan Fitzpatrick. Even though Fitzpatrick is going to throw the football... I I could just I I see more of a a Three interception day Coming from Fitzpatrick And a blowout loss To the Patriots Than I do Seeing Tony Romo And the Eagles Not putting up a lot of points In this game I'm going to go Tony Romo Keep this in
4: mind The last time Fitzpatrick played the Patriots Earlier this year He had four interceptions And scored almost 24 fantasy
1: points Now I'm going to The the Patriots have started To get their Secondary in shape They're going to move McCourty to safety now I just I'm going to go with Tony Romo I think he's coming on now
2: Here's how I'm going to go. I would take Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, because they're going to have to play some catch-up ball and interceptions aren't worth enough in fantasy. So if he throws interceptions, Smith, it's not going to matter because he'll have the touchdowns to offshoot it. However, if a report comes out on Friday that Jason Garrett decides to go no huddle and allow Tony Romo to run the offense that he's been uh, crooning for since the second half of the Giants game, and if you watched the Falcons game, you saw Tony Romo holler at the sideline, quit with the draw stuff, Let's go. If you see a report like that, I'll take Tony Romo. Wait, wait.
1: He's been crooning for it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he has. it
2: up. So I'll go. Fitzpatrick <laughs> is my initial answer. I, I agree with Elliot here. I, I mean,
4: the, the Patriots are giving up 17 touchdown passes this year. The Eagles have only given up, I believe, 12, 13. Uh, they haven't been nearly as bad. They're actually giving up an average of about 15 fantasy points a game, while the Patriots are giving up an average of almost 19. I don't I care if you disagree with me.
1: I'm, just, I'm just glad that he said he, he's been crooning for something. And, just and quite
4: honestly, Fitzpatrick and Romo are the same quarterback at this point. They both have the same number of fantasy points. It's more name value that Romo brings. Let's move on to the running backs, boys. They both have the
1: same offensive line, too. <laughs>
4: Ugh, yeah. Well, at least they don't have the Eagles offensive line. Um, CJ Spiller reports out of Buffalo are talking that he could see more touches, and Fitzpatrick is pushing for that. Or Jamal Charles, who has disappeared off the fantasy landscape over the past couple of weeks and faces the Pittsburgh Steelers on Monday Night Football.
1: I'm going to go with Jamal Charles because now, hopefully, Romeo Cronell, that he's handed over the reins of defensive coordinator, he can spend time looking at, at research and go, huh, Jamal Charles is only carrying the ball six times a game? <laughs> I can't believe this. I didn't, yeah, wow, I never knew. We got to give him the ball more. I have to think on a nationally televised game, the Chiefs don't want to embarrass themselves again. And they realize Jamal Charles has to get the football because he's their best player. You can't trust Matt Cassel to get the football to Dwayne Bow enough to make a difference to win games. I'm going to go with, it's not a great matchup, but I'm going to go with Jamal Charles because I don't want I don't want to sit him on the bench and see, oh there's a 75-yard touchdown run by Jamal Charles. Yeah. No, I'm playing Jamal Charles.
2: Fabs? Mhm. Am I allowed to go with a uh, one and a half minute long Jason Smith esque answer? Go ahead. Instead of my normal twenty second sound five. Bite. Go ahead. You're on the 1. clock. Yeah. Five. You know, my filibuster. brother, my middle brother, Rafe, is not a big football guy, but when he played Super Tecmo Bowls, the 1990 Saints, and he was Ironed Hayward, and I asked him like, Hey man, how many times are you getting Hayward the ball? He's in like, you remember next? If you were in excellent condition in Super Tecmo Bowl, guys would just bounce off of you, and Rafe said, Oh, at least ten or twelve times. My brother in Super Tech Mobile knew exactly how many carries he gave Ironhead Hayward. I don't buy that Romeo Crennel didn't know how many carries he gave Jamal Charles. The correct answer here is C.J. Spiller. He's going to be in on passing downs. I think Fred Jackson has been less than effective. Spiller's going to get more touches. Uh, Oh, by the way, Ahmad Bradshaw, 15 carries for 48 yards against that Steeler defense. Mm -hmm. Give me C.J. Spiller in that matchup. I agree.
4: I actually agree. I think it's very close. I don't trust Jamal Charles. I don't trust him against the Steelers. And Spiller's been the fantasy, the better fantasy running back if you look at the numbers throughout the course of the season. Let's move on to another running back quandary, okay? Rashad Jennings playing the Indianapolis Colts on Thursday night on his home field. Or Jason Smith's beloved Sean Green who's in the great Northwest against the Seattle Seagulls. Yeah, that's a
1: tough one. You know, I honestly Cookies. I thought Rashad Jennings would be better than he was. He's, he's averaging less than four yards a carry. Didn't everybody? Yeah, he's not carrying the ball more than 10, 12 times a game. Well, you know, no matter what, the Jets have had a bye week to sit back and get their offense back in gear, get back to the ground and pound. Even though it's a tough matchup, I expect a big game from Sean Green or at least a bigger game than Rashad Jennings. I'm going Sean Green.
2: I'm going the opposite direction here. I'm going Rashad Jennings against that Colts defense. I still don't trust the Colts defense. I don't trust the Colts in general on the road. They don't trust you. Right now, they don't trust me. Uh, Sean Green up in the Northwest against Seattle. I don't like that matchup. Sean Green's been nothing but inconsistent. Uh, You talk about peaks and valley games. Give me Rashad Jennings at home on Thursday Night Football.
4: Again, Smith, I I, I don't mean to uh, pick on you, but I'm going with Harrison here. Uh, Sean Green has had, what, one ginormous game? Against the Colts. And against
2: those Colts. Yeah,
4: three touchdowns in that game, and I don't trust them against Seattle. I really don't. Seattle's going to be fired up defensively on their home field, especially after Adrian Peterson just torched them. All right, let's move on to the wide receiver position, boys. This is another tough one, and it involves another oh, player now on Monday Oh, this is a night. jam
2: right here. Is this Pointer Sisters? Oh, I'm no, sorry. this
1: is to press your luck, right?
2: Oh,
4: sorry. This is press your luck. It's press game luck. show teams,
2: Harrison. Sorry.
4: Dwayne Bow against the Pittsburgh Steelers or Mike Williams, who is still a free agent and 40% of NFL.com leagues, and I don't know how, who would you start? Give me the options again, Fabs. Dwayne Bo? Dwayne Bowe or Mike Williams. Or Mike Williams. Let
1: me give the options.
4: <laughs> hey, well, I, he, I you morphed in into Jerry Jones and your hearing's not yeah, good
1: all I of could, a sudden? I'm still trying to get in the locker room. You know, let me in. I, I,
2: I tell you something. You look at what Eli Manning the Giants receivers, I mean, they, you could talk all you want about Victor Cruz. Uh, Victor Cruz was kittens and rainbows against the Steelers, except no. Uh, I, I don't think Dwayne Bow is going to do anything against Pittsburgh. I'll take Mike Williams, the, the lesser caliber player in everyone's eyes, against the San Diego Chargers. And that Tampa Bay game is at home in Tampa Bay. Dwayne Bow is going to be playing at Heinz Field.
1: This offense is rolling right now in Tampa Bay. Mike Williams is your play. He's getting more targets every game than Vincent Jackson. Vincent Jackson's put up big numbers, he's caught big passes, but Mike Williams has been pretty consistent throughout most of the season now. He's got 200-yard games. He's got three touchdowns in his last four games. He's not someone that's going to always go crazy and give you 20, 25 fantasy points, but is he someone who can give you 10 to 15 in a week? Yeah, he can average. If you give me a wide receiver, it's a great I can put start. My flex and give me 10 to 10 to 15 points. You're yeah, happy. Williams. This is a great offense. They're peaking right now.
4: Uh, I think you guys are both correct. I think the answer is Mike Williams. Dwayne Bowe has the name value. The production, though, unless you're in a PPR league lately, has not been good. Final question. The wide receiver position. Two guys who are less than a point apart from a fantasy perspective. I like this. This is good. Deshaun Jackson or Denarius Moore? You can only start one. Who
1: is Denarius Moore? That's my answer. He's clearly the number one guy on the Raiders, and they're going to continue to throw the football. What do I like? I like what Ellie Harrison likes. I like ah. Uh, Opportunity. The other weapons on the Raiders, you have no idea, but you know about Denarius Moore. Deshaun Jackson's an all-or-nothing guy. Denarius
0: Moore.
2: Well, uh, you know, just like Benjamin Harrison was the 23rd president of the United States, Alex Trebekiano. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm going to have Trebekiano. to go. De- I'm going to have to go with Denarius Moore myself. Mm-hmm. I agree with all the points that Jason made. Deshaun Jackson is is hit or miss. I actually like the Raiders' matchup here against the Ravens. I do not like Deshaun Jackson against those Cowboys' corners. Yes, the Falcons' wide receivers did pretty good. How many points at the end of the day did the Falcons' vaunted offense put up? 19 points. And I thought Claiborne had a bad game. He also should have had an interception. Roddy White had to hold his arms uh, for that not to happen. You saw what the Eagles did against the Saints. Their offense was horrible, particularly in the red zone, which means Deshaun Jackson, unless he hits a home run, is not going to get a touchdown for you. Give me Denarius Moore. This is a lesser of two evils as far as I'm concerned, and I think
4: you guys are both correct. It's Denarius Moore. Deshaun Jackson going up against the Cowboys. They've given up the fifth fewest fantasy points to wide receivers, only four touchdowns to wide receivers all season long. The Ravens are very good, too. They're giving up more fantasy points, 20.1. They've only given up five touchdown passes to wide receivers, but I still like more better, but I wouldn't start either one of
2: these guys if I had my choice. Hey, Alex Trebekiano, I think I batted 1,000. You did all right. I think I got every. Uh, you want extra credit? I, I think I he agreed with
4: every choice. Speaking of myself and Elliot, uh, two Cowboys fans, and you know we're not shy about telling people we've got uh, we've got the soundbite that Jerry Jones, at least part of it, that Jerry Jones uh, said in an interview recently. You want to see my blood boil? Oh, I want to see that. I, I might throw my headphone at at the window. Wow. All right. Well, Jerry Jones. Coming yeah. Harrison, a, 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 As someone who channels his inner Jerry Jones. Was that Michael McDonald? What do you feel, don't Etheridge? I don't know. What, what do you feel about the
2: real Jerry Jones, honestly? He, well, he, he's I, I ruining think that, the franchise. that I, you know, I don't know. Uh, everything just went out on my uh, earpiece. So, okay, now I'm Just back. keep talking. I'll just keep talking. Yeah. That's good radio. Uh, I think that Jerry needs to come to grips with himself a little bit. Uh, you know, he realizes what he said on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And if you weren't following out there, Jerry Jones basically was asked if he would fire himself the GM, i.e. if, if he was a different person. Mm-hmm. And Jerry responded that he would that he would. Well, now I think he caught himself. And the bottom line is if he knows that he would fire himself as GM, then he needs to take a hard look in the mirror and says, Am I the best thing for this football team? If he wants to win as badly as he says he does, Fabs, and he puts the money out there, then get somebody else in there to run the football operation. Right. And and we'll have that soundbite after the break.
1: 88XM Fantasy, Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison, Blood Will Boil coming up next here on Series 210, XM87.
3: Hello, I'd like to vote for president, governor, and anything that will take money away from our parks and libraries. Uh, Use machine number three. This is NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Michael
1: Fabiano, Elliot Harrison, hope you've gotten out to vote today. And by that I mean NFL.com slash fantasyprez. NFL.com slash fantasyprez. We are electing our fantasy president here at NFL Fantasy Live, Akbar Bajbi and Elliot Harrison running on the same ticket against Adam Rank and Jamie Maggio right now. Adam Rank, the Rank ticket, owns a 56 to 44% lead over the Akbar Harrison ticket. Yes, Elliot Harrison, raise
2: I'm, your hand. Yes, I am raising my hand. Because you brought up a really interesting conversation that we had to get out of, as we often have to. We're always running up against time, especially when you and Fabs go on a 12-and-a-half-minute filibuster. Peyton Manning as a first-round pick. And I just wanted to say, you know, Fabs, you were against it. Jason, I think you feel like he's a borderline first-round pick, Peyton Manning. Fair to say? Uh-huh, sure. Okay. Don't you, guys, don't you guys worry about his injury past i mean and by injury past i mean last year and the fact that he's 37 year old quarterback and that he could go down at any time
1: i i don't know i i think he's healthy i think he's proven that he's healthy i'm not worried about it. it's not like he's been injured his whole career he had an injury i think he's back i, I think he's healthy now let's see some blood boil right Okay. Blood boil. 105.3, the fan in Dallas. Here's the quote that Michael Fabiano was referring to a few minutes ago by Jerry Jones made recently that he said will make my blood boil.
3: Jerry? I was asked the question, if you were an owner and you had a manager, general manager, would you make a change? Under those circumstances, I speculated that I would probably have made a change, but that's not our situation. To change, I'd have to change myself. People don't do that. Uh, if, if you've got the commitment and you have the, uh, uh, the investment, if you have the inv- and I'm talking about in time, effort, all of that kind of thing, you change yourself. You don't change uh, change out and have someone else go in there and do it. And that's a and that'd be misleading to begin with because no one would believe you uh, if you hired somebody at that spot and really believe that he's not sitting there at ultimately. Uh, Uh, at at what I want to do, uh, someone would say, well, why don't you just mentally let them go do it? Yeah. I'm not built that way.
4: Fabs, how do you feel about that? Listen, (laughs) you got to pull Harrison into this conversation, too. what, What I just heard was just nonsense. He's not getting the job done. He's had one playoff win in 16 years, okay? The team is, what, in four divisions since their last Super Bowl? They've also been under 500. How many times, L? Like six, seven times? Yeah, they had three straight five I 11 mean, seasons. He hires puppet head coaches. The only guy that's not a puppet that he's ever hired after Jimmy Johnson was Bill Parcells. And I don't care what you say, Barry Switzer was a puppet, and he won with Jimmy Johnson's team. You've had Chan Gailey. You've had Dave Campo. you got Jason Garrett. you got Wade Phillips. Puppet, 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 puppet. Okay? Get a guy in there that knows football. Jerry Jones traded three freaking draft picks for Roy Williams. Roy Williams! Awful! He drafted Quincy Carter in the second round. Jerry,
1: give it up, my friend. You're a great owner. You're, you're a lousy GM. Fabs, here's what here's a lesson that you've learned. Elliot, that come on, everybody everybody loves up here. at some point. I, I, I... Here's a lesson everybody learns at some point is that if your team has a bad quarterback a bad head coach, a bad GM, you'll complain about them and complain and complain, and eventually they're not getting the job done. They'll get fired. So don't worry. The, the day will come, whether it's yep, a week from yep. now or two years from now. But if you have a bad owner or a guy you perceive to be a bad owner, you are stuck. Look at what yep. happened with,
4: You're with Al Davis. absolutely well. stuck. Well, look what happened with Al Davis for the, what, the last like 10 years or so. I mean, they went to the Super Bowl law, uh, against the Buccaneers and got beat, but that team was a joke.
2: Yeah, yeah I think the Cowboys, he's a victim of knee-jerking. You know, he's always getting guys like Leonard Davis. He traded two first round picks for Joey Galloway, and it's it's really hurting the team.
1: Jason Smith, Elliot Harrison, Michael Fabiano, get out and vote. It's series two ten. Don't be like XM me, go vote.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower.